Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the My Good Thing podcast, where we get real with single and married Christians, answering the questions that come up when you're looking for a good thing. I'm your host, Nina, and I've been single with a desire to be married for 10 amazing years. So I got a little bit to say. If you want to be encouraged by the stories, struggles, wins, and advice of single and married Christians, keep listening. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm here and joined by my friend, Robert, I'm really excited to be with him today. He's an awesome guy who I've gotten to know over the last year, two years? Yeah. Just one year? Okay. Just one year. Cool. We go to the same church. Shout out to Epiphany Brooklyn. Ooh-ooh. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just really excited because Robert is a good dude. When I thought about who I want to interview for this podcast, I really wanted to get just like kingdom men who are respectable. Mm. And I, I thought about a list on my own and I would ask other people and Rob's name came up a lot, so really excited wow. to have him here. So we can just start, Robert, with yeah. you just kind of introducing yourself. Um, I go by Rob Luray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a singer, songwriter, uh, recording artist, I'm currently a fashion stylist, and overall, a lover of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So I was born in Stanford, Connecticut, but lived and was raised um, in Greenville, North Carolina. Actually, not Greenville. Snow Hill, North Carolina. Okay. It's really small. It's near Greenville, North Carolina. And I lived there for most of my life um, until recently I decided to make the big move to New York. I love it. So How recently? So a year and maybe, ah, coming up a year and eight months. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. I've been here. And how old are you? I am 29 years old. 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 30 in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And so what is your relationship status? What do you prefer, relationship status or season? <laughs> Ooh, I love it. I, I don't know if it really I like season. 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 Yeah. I love it. Uh, I'm single. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the season of singleness. Okay. Love it. Yeah. So we will just jump right in. Let's Since jump. you are in the season of singleness, yeah. Um, 1 Corinthians 7 highlights singleness as a gift, it, that it's a good thing and it's something to be enjoyed and taken care of. Absolutely. What? How would you describe your season of singleness? Like yeah. what's been good, what's been challenging, For sure. how long has this season been on? Oh, yeah, that's, I'll start with the latter question. Mm-hmm. So I've been in a, the season of singleness <laughs> for almost 30 years. Wow, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've dated off and on, and mm-hmm. uh, I've only ever been in maybe uh, one serious relationship, mm-hmm. um, and that was for about two and a half years in undergrad. Um, honestly, two of the best years of my life. Mm. I will, I will say that. Um, she was a phenomenal young lady. Um, but yeah, singleness is so cool with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and can I tell you, um, only because like, I know that one day I'll be married Mm. one day I'll be a father. And so I have that to look forward to. And so until that happens, um, I'm just in a state of peace. Mm -hmm. At least I have been for the last couple of years. I mean, Recently, I've been a little bit anxious about making it happen because mm-hmm. I am getting older. But for a majority of my life, I've been at a sense of peace because I know it's going to happen. Mm. And so also not just waiting for it to happen, making efforts to 
for it to happen and being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But ultimately, like if those things didn't work out, for example, the relationship that I was in for two and a half years, right. that wasn't the be all end all, like, because I knew that marriage will one day come, like, I still know that. And so right. that alone gives me peace. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. And how did you know? So here's one of the big things, especially, you know, we are people who, especially going to Epiphany, yes. we have a love of the word. And yes. I think sometimes people can forget just the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, in yes. being led by him. So yeah. how would you, how do you have that peace? Like, wow, this is going to happen. You wow. know? Yeah, that's good. I know, especially as people get older, it's like, oh, well, Lord, is this going to happen? Yeah, for sure. So one of the things that mm -hmm. stands out to me is um, like God would give us the desires of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes a lot of us, I think, misunderstands um, that scripture. Mm -hmm. For example, um, if I want a new car because I desire it, God's going to give it to me. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's what it is. For me, um, because I have the desire in my heart, I didn't just put it there. God was the one that put it there. So he gave me that desire. And so I don't feel that God will give me the desire and not bring it to pass or bring it to fruition. And so I have a desire to be married. I have a desire to have a family and to have kids. I didn't place that. I didn't come up with that desire on my own. Right. That was a gift to, to me from God. And so I trust that God will honor his word. And so it's more like the promise. And so that's where I get peace from because like God made a promise. I believe it. I like that. And so one of the things that I think is really important in thinking about singleness relationships in general, especially when we think about marriage and yeah. really that search for a good thing is that marriage is not for children. It's for adults. For sure. I, and I think with just the state of our culture, mm -hmm. just getting in and out of relationships and not really having that, that vision for marriage, yeah. that can be lost. And so in this time of singleness, how are you actively maturing in your manhood and what it means to be a kingdom man, a biblical man? Yeah, such a great question. Can I tell you that I am more mm. a man today? What's today's day? July 19th. 19th, 2019, than I ever have been before. Wow. Um, and it's not that I was never a man up until today. It's just that I've been growing into manhood up until this day, and I'll continue to grow throughout my lifetime. Um, this year, I took on something that was, I think it's really big for me. Mm -hmm. um, I decided to start discipleship. Right. And so I found a brother in the church, Ashley, um, who's a deacon. And um, the Holy Spirit put him on my heart. It's just like, that brother needs to disciple you. Wow. And I was like, Lord, I don't know that man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know him. Right. Um, and here's the thing. I was raised by a single mom. Mm. And so I wasn't raised with my dad. And so, like, I really didn't know necessarily what a godly man looked like. Um, and so the only example I had were the characters in the Bible. And so thinking about David, thinking about Jesus, obviously he's the best example. Um, but I didn't have anyone walking on earth right. that could walk with me um, through my manhood. And so I decided to ask this brother at the church who just so happened to have raised four boys, four sons. And so I said, Come now, on. I was like, Lord, now, if I can learn anything from anybody, I can learn it from this brother. And so I asked them and the Holy Spirit put it on his heart um, to, to, to disciple me. And so that process has been going really well. Challenging. Wow. Really challenging at times um, because he's challenging um, not just me as a man, but me as a Christian. Um, and so like calling out some things that maybe some 
some habits or just even some ways of thinking, I think, mm-hmm. um, that I just adopted as a kid, um, being raised with a single mom um, that just, I don't know, was a, a, a solid characteristic for men. Right. And so having that brother to call out those things and then to push me has been really amazing. And so, uh, That's yeah. awesome. Are there any things, because I know as a, as a woman, I know the areas where, where we are called to grow in. And, and honestly, really looking at it, it's like, hey, your your love of the Lord, et cetera. But also knowing, hey, what is a biblical woman? There are some things that yeah. the Lord outlines. What are some things that may kind of be foreign to someone listening to this podcast, especially women or men? Like, wow, I didn't know that this is a real area that's important to mature in that yeah. you've learned as you've been working with the, the guy who's been discipling you. Sure. Um, two things stand out to yeah. me most, responsibility and integrity. Mm. Um, just for men in general, um, our family, our wives, um, are our responsibility, but before they are our responsibility, we also have the responsibility to grow and cultivate a relationship with God. Mm. And before we can even think about having a family, a wife or a kid, we really have to work on that relationship with God. And so that's big. And then I think the biggest thing is the integrity piece. Um, and so here's the thing. So my, uh, the guy that's discipling me, right. he was really big about personal goals. And ah, so, yeah. So he would ask me I love that. when we first met, what are your personal goals? Um, and I gave him like 10 things. He was just like, all right, cool. Maybe a month or two, a month went by. He was like, all right, how are you doing on your goals? And I was like, oh, I'm doing all right. Um, he was like, you know what, Rob? I think you're lacking integrity. Woo. <laughs> Nina, <laughs> right. that cut me so deep. Wow. First with offense. Mm. Uh, because I was like, all right, this brother only been knowing me for a month. Clearly he doesn't know me because I have integrity. I have integrity. And the truth is I have integrity when it comes to everyone else. But when it comes to my own personal development, I did lack in some areas. Um, I wasn't necessarily doing my daily habits to meet some of these goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And because no one was around, um, no one could call me out. Wow. And so essentially I was lacking integrity with myself, but also the Holy Spirit. Um, and that cut me. And as a man, if I can't be in, uh, have integrity with myself, how do I expect to lead a Ooh. wife or a family or kids? I and so, yeah, it was so, and, it, and I love how he, that's, that's love. I just love how he yeah. as a, as a man, as a brother yeah. that he was, re- he even cared yeah. to point that out. Like, Hey, I mean, wow, in, in a very bold way. A very bold uh, way. Because I wouldn't look at that as an necessarily as an integrity issue. In terms of like that, when I think of integrity, it's like, oh, are you uh, being faithful to yes. your job or to your wife? All but that. I wouldn't think All that. Keep that going. Area. So I was thinking the same way. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and that's why I think uh, initially I responded in offense mm-hmm. because I'm like, brother, right? I have integrity. But when he broke it down to me, I was lacking integrity in the area of personal development. Mm. Um, and I appreciated him for calling that out because that's something I have to grow in before I even think about having a family. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And so when you think about just marriage, right? Having a family, I think one of the biggest questions that when I first thought about this, I was like, oh, wow, I need a, I need a minute. So why do you, do you want to get married? Yes. Why? It's <sighs> a good question. Yeah, I never thought about it is why. A good question. I, I probably um, 
because that's just kind of what we do, right? Mm -hmm. As Christians, like you, you grow up and you see a husband and a wife and a family. And so it's just almost like a dream job. Like you are, you're a kid, so Mm -hmm. you can't work, but you see your parents going to work and you see your cousins going to college and they're getting all these jobs. So that's something that you, uh, I don't know. It's something that you want. Mm -hmm. And so I think the same thing can be said for a family. For me personally, I would love to have a wife and a family um, for relationship, Mm -hmm. connection. But also, can I tell you, I'm just so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited to have a son. Yeah, I I want to raise them. (laughs) Boy, like I want to raise him. Um, And and just as a man. And I want to show him and give him everything maybe that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to that. But more than that, I'm looking forward to creating that young man Amen. with someone that I love. You're an artist. <laughs> you, go, you can go have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're going to have one right. of uh, And I'm looking forward to building that with, with my wife. That's awesome. Whoever she is with her fine self. Come on, wife. <laughs> We're talking to you. <laughs> so here's something. And I, again, just being someone who the Lord said that that the Holy Spirit is with us and in us. And as people who love the word of God, yeah, you know, we also part of reading the word of God is just seeing the the fellowship that we get to have with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And one thing I love is that he has something to say all the time, you know, all the time. And mm-hmm. so what are you hearing from the Lord mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships, singleness, marriage? What have you been hearing from the Lord? Yeah. So the first thing I said mm-hmm. it earlier is gonna happen. Mm. The marriage is gonna happen. Um, and so like in this last season, within the last year, I've been just going in my head. Actually, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. So for me, like the biggest pursuit is probably my music career. Right. I've been after that thing for a while and just chasing it and trying to grow and trying to What's develop. the name of the album? Thank you, Nana. Yeah. I have an album. <laughs> I have an album entitled Black Gold. Okay. It's available on all digital outlets. And so, like, that's been my goal. And so, like, at times I wonder, Lord, should I be going um, a little harder in this area? Mm-hmm. And if so, what does that mean for my singleness? What does that mean um, for, like, my future wife? Like, will I have time to date? Because, honestly, I feel like all of my energy is going into the art. Right. Um, and so Holy Spirit um, clearly said to me, um, so here's the thing, Rob. You know it's going to happen, right? Yeah, Dad. Like, I yeah. know it's going to happen all right, just trust me with that process. And I was like, okay, yeah, that is good. But I kind of want it now because like I'm in this big city by myself. I would love to Mm, have another form of connection. Um, He was just like, all right, cool. What are you going to do about it? He put it back on me. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Tell me what to do. And so that's when I decided to explore dating a little bit more um, because God gave me the green light too. That's great. And so what what does that look like? exploring dating it's been tough because um i've always i used to always say like i didn't necessarily have a type yeah um but i think we all do um and so like to find a godly woman to me it makes sense to just start in the church Mm -hmm. um and you know at our church it's not a large church right and so i think as men you want to be careful um to not just date around in the church because then you kind of get that I don't know, you get a horrible name, like a church whore. Yeah. Uh, Even though that's not the intention, I just want to see who's out there. Right. And Um, I hear you. And I think that's something that I think is important to remove from the church setting. Because I think you can, I think oftentimes dating is looked at, oh, if I go on a date, that means I want to marry her. But a date is just getting to know it. But I I would would go to to another sister. Yeah. 
to heterosexual women and just be like, hey, oh, I just met you. Oh, you seem that cool. Let's go coffee. Absolutely. I would, it doesn't mean. And so it's, I feel like when it comes to platonic relationships, it's yep. a, a lot less pressure that initial get I to agree. know you. Yep. And I think that's something that needs to be torn down. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, but, but I to, hear what you're saying. Thank you. But to mm -hmm. answer your question, um, what does it look like for me? Building friendships first, mm -hmm. um, seeing who could I see myself dating, and then obviously who could I see myself marrying. And so I've built, um, I think, some really solid friendships mm -hmm. um, within the church, but also outside of the church in the music community, as well as at my job, just to kind of see like, all right, right, these are cool friendships. Um, could I see myself dating them? And if so, let's go out. Interesting. And so you mentioned something good and because settings. So there's yeah. the church setting. Yes. But then you're talking about these other settings where you may not know off the bat. And not to say people, if they are in a church, they're a kingdom man or a kingdom woman. Sure. But how do you get to n discover that where their relationship with Jesus is? Conversation. Okay. Yeah. Just relationship building. Right. If we hang out enough, like, that's good. I didn't even have to hang out with you a lot and knew that you love Jesus. Right. Uh, it's just going to come out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Oozing. Yeah. Oozing and so, like, light. we know. And so, mm -hmm. like, I know. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Cool. And so, who are you looking for? Mm. Right? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, oh, gosh. Where should we start? you talked about your type. Uh, I did, right? Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say this. All right. So I'm just, I'll just start with the physical because yeah. honestly. Talk to us. And, you, you know, these are a lot, there's a lot of, hopefully there's a lot of men listening to this, but a lot of women too. And I think these are questions that sometimes people can feel shame around. Yeah. Being able, being like, oh, I, I want to be physically attracted to somebody. Well, you, you have know? to be. Right. You have to be. Like, you can have a beautiful heart and an amazing job, but if mm -hmm. we're, if I'm not physically attracted to you, it's going to be a struggle. Right. And I don't think that's, I don't think, like, that's isolated just to me. Like, mm -hmm. as a man and as a woman, like, right. we are attractive to, to different beings. And I so, agree. Um, for me, I didn't realize I had a type in until i just i just do mm -hmm. um but i'll say this and sorry no go um, ahead my marriage or the the women that i pursue or date isn't limited to this type right but i do appreciate a dark skinned mm -hmm. woman with natural hair hey <laughs> come on lord oh i just do my god my god <laughs> i love it and okay. i would appreciate um obviously if she was a little shorter than me. Okay. Yeah. But that's about it. All right. Anything else? That's anything about else? it on the surface. Yes. Obviously, um, just to go a little bit deeper than mm -hmm. that, I would love for her to have a solid relationship with Christ. Um, and so what's that look like? And no judgment. Right. But um, having like daily devotional, mm -hmm. like being able to like um, listen and hear the, the Holy Spirit speak throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um have a, a church that maybe she's attend has community within that church and just really be serious about a walk yeah um i'm not opposed to getting to know um maybe a, a newer christian mm -hmm. or someone that's new to the faith um but for me just going back to the attractiveness yeah i'm attractive to someone with a solid relationship with god awesome yeah i love it mm -hmm. and so Kind of switching gears, because obviously attraction is important when you're attracted 
physically to someone, spiritually, emotionally, that all builds up a desire to want to be intimate with that person. And so it's interesting just kind of where culture is going, how this has become so shocking in the church to say, (laughs) to like just abstinence has been, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously if you're not um, a Christian, it's like, oh yeah, you do whatever you want with whoever. Sure. Yeah. Um, there, there aren't too many boundaries there, but sex. So let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. I think it's important. <laughs> I'm even thinking about we need to have like sex ed for a Christian <laughs> and just everybody. In yeah, the world we should. Because we don't have it. But anywho, sex. So it is a great and a beautiful thing. It is a perfectly beautiful. good thing to desire. God created it. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, like in culture today, it's considered to be water. You know, something sure. that, something just that, drink it. right. You can't, you cannot live without. Can't live without. And so what has been your experience controlling your, yourself and controlling your sex drive? Yeah. The um, last 30 years, last 29, geez, last 30 <laughs> years. So I will say that mm-hmm. I, um, unfortunately was introduced to sex at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like a lot of people, yeah, but just definitely. came across pornography, um, um, just came across it in my home. Mm. And so um, at a young age, obviously, if you, it's almost, speaking of yeah, water, be real, yeah. um, it's almost like uh, a baby drinking uh, a sugary drink mm. for the first time. If you drink it um, for the first time, you're always going to want more and more and more and more and more. Right. And so even at a young age, when I saw that, even like haven't even developed right. at all, haven't even like met, How old do you think you were the first time you were exposed to porn? That's a great question. Maybe, wow, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, it's so fascinating. I hear so many stories of people being exposed to it at a young age. Yeah. I don't know how old I was. How I was probably around a similar age. But like, how that happens? Is it like a magazine? Is it HBO? I forget what was after. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So magazines for me also yeah. vhs tapes <laughs> like, we are they're funny. in my home so this is yeah. another thing at the time like my mom wasn't a believer and she also yeah. had a boyfriend who wasn't a believer mm. and so we lived together and so they it had these around. things yeah and so like i came across it and like i said with that sugary drink you had it and you just right. kind of want to see it and want more and more and more and more and so you don't realize it at the time but like yeah. those are chains mm. even at a young age that really followed me um throughout my adulthood yeah and so i will say this um i had an addiction to porn Mm -hmm. um so the moment that i hit puberty yeah it was on yeah Um, and so i continued to watch it and obviously that led to masturbation because they're first cousins right Um, (laughs) they are they are are first cousins they hang together they're best friends yeah Um, can't kill one without killing the other you just Mm. can't and for the longest time well not the longest time a small season of my life I felt like I could because of the Holy Spirit we talked about that um I always knew that something wasn't right about what I was doing right I always knew that something wasn't right and I was raised in the church yeah um and unfortunately they just don't talk about porn and masturbation in the church no they just don't um, and so there was one period Nothing of my... below the waist. <laughs> so I just feel I like, in general, no sex, no more. You just have to talk about yeah, those things yeah. when you have teenage boys in your church. Right. And so there was one period in my, like, seventh or eighth grade, like, I knew that porn was a sin, but I didn't know that masturbation was a sin. Mm. I just didn't know that. And so I said, all right, I can stop watching it. Um, and then I can just continue to do this because it's right, not a sin. Right, right. Um, but obviously you grow. Um, you learn more about the Lord and you learn 
God's best for you. And so I realized that um, it wasn't the best for me. And so like there was a period of time where, again, I stopped pouring. Right. cold turkey i went like two years without watching fail yeah another two years without watching fail and so that what do you think those triggers were Ooh, yeah let's talk about triggers you know for me um it was coping for me Mm. um at a young age like i I suffer with um insecurities yeah also anxiety and also like some depression yeah um for a while and so that was coping for me uh it was instant gratification yeah um I, I always left satisfied. Right. Um, maybe want a little bit more, but satisfied for the most part. Absolutely. And so it was a coping skill for me. And so like every time like something maybe traumatic or less dramatic, just something I was having a bad right, day. Right. I coped that way. Right. Um, and I did for the longest until, like I said, I realized that it just wasn't God's best for me. And so can I just tell how I please okay? Please. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope we can demon. get I hope we can get real. Yeah. Cause here's what I'm saying, and, and just anybody who's listening to this you know, and who's struggling, I just want you to know, like, there is no shame or condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Like that when I was talking to my mentor, um, and just a great big brother of mine, Aswan Morris, shout out to Aswan Renaissance Church. Um, and he was just saying how there's so much freedom to be a mess in Christ, Mm, (laughs) you know, and that, that just touched my heart because just something that I unknowingly at times struggle with is self-righteousness and pride mm. and just, you know, cause I do want to love the Lord and I w- yeah. do want to be thankful, but just yeah. understanding that even in the midst of that, it's okay. Yeah. We do fall it's short. Okay. I do fall short. And so he was just mentioning that and just like, there's a freedom to be a mess, Yeah, you know, to come and be like, Lord, I need you. So yeah. if that's, you just know that you are free to be a mess and in, in the way that you come to the Lord and For he sure. will help you. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So he always share. provides a way of escape. So let this be a test, just an encouragement. Like you can be free. Absolutely. Share yeah. how you got free. Yeah. So you can be free. Yeah. This is how I got free. I realized that although there was um, the Holy Spirit convicting me often throughout yeah. my life, I realized that I was trying to fight the battle by myself, just with God alone. And so, mm. um, and so here's the thing. Mm. God is more than able to have freed me from that sin. Um, Instead, though, God decided to use a different way uh, and to use a brother who was a brother in the faith who was also struggling with the thing. And so this was a secret that I kept to myself like for years. This was just me and the Lord Um, because I was that church kid. I was like the good kid and pray for me, Robert. Yeah, sure. I'll pray. Um, And so I didn't want it was shame. It was a yeah. lot of shame. And so how I got over it, I watched this video. Uh, it's a YouTube video. I wish I could tell you the name. I'll give it's okay. It to you. Yeah, whatever. And so he was, he was now married, but he said that um, the enemy operates in darkness. Mm, yeah. Keeping a secret is a form of darkness. And so until you bring that thing to the light, he will always have power over you. And so I remember that and it convicted me like crazy. And so I realized, I said, Lord, so I've been operating in darkness for a long time. Wow. It's just been me and you and my faults. And so I need to bring this thing to the light. And so I'm going to just go ahead and tell my brother. This is like my best friend. Nice. I'm going to tell him, and this is scary. Um, he may judge me, but I got to do this because at this point I'm not willing to, to, to risk it. Yeah. Like, cause I, 
for sure, you've already told me the promises that you have for me. Like, I know what my future looks like. I know I have a wife. I know I have kids. I don't want to jeopardize any of that. I don't want to die here. Right. And so I decided to tell my best friend. And um, what was so cool about it, he embraced me. He was like, I'm so proud of you for telling me. Wow. No shame at all. And then later on, he said, you know what? I struggle with that too. Wow. Um, and so then he became my accountability partner. Um, and then because obviously I'm human, I still feel. Right. But every time I went back, he still like, he embraced me and he showed me love. Um, and so that was great. And so that's when I was able to get free, essentially, from the porn and the masturbation. And then... Because I was so excited about like all the great things that was happening, yeah. I went and told someone else. Oh, wow. and I went and told someone else, That's and I went and tell someone else because then I have all these accountability partners. And also, let me just say this: accountability is cool and it helps, but it also goes back to that integrity piece. Um, so like there were times where like when I first um, told them like mm -hmm. I was good, I wasn't watching any heavy porn, but right. I was still like watching, not watching, but like double clicking on. Right, pictures on right, Instagram. Right. But that was probably like softcore. I didn't even think about Instagram. There's so much. Oh my god. Listen, it's so much sin in this world. Right. Like it's everywhere. God, yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. And so for the longest time, maybe even a year or so, I didn't even go to the score page. Oh, because wow. I didn't want to see what was gonna pop up. Right. Let me just see what's on my timeline, whatever it's called. I'm only looking at my friends because right. if I swipe to the left, I might see anything and that may be a trigger. True. Um and so also like letting my friends know, all right. I'm struggling. Yeah. Sorry. Go, please this go, is, man. Come and this on, is no the problem. thing. Because I knew that um, I had never experienced freedom like I experienced when I shared with that brother. Yeah. And so it became a level of responsibility. Every single time that I'm triggered or every single time that I'm tempted, I have to tell you. And because the Holy Spirit was in me, he would not not let me tell him. Wow. There were some times that like I failed and I was like, all right, I'm not going to tell him because just not nah, whatever god I, I told you i repented i'm good the holy spirit is like dude if you don't tell him and so i had to mm -hmm. so honestly that's been really helpful that's awesome man. so yeah just the final yeah. just to wrap up that piece is that the enemy operates in the darkness he operates in darkness and so if you bring it to the light he has no power come on he has no power and i love just some add some scripture there um we have authority Absolutely. We not only, so whenever the enemy tries to accuse you or tempt you, I'm always encouraged by the fact that we have a scripture says that believers have authority over demons. Yep. Also says that when, you know, we're, whenever we're tempted, God will show us the way out. Absolutely. Scripture also says that the fruit of the spirit amongst love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mm -hmm. goodness, faithfulness mm -hmm. is also self-control. Yeah. And the scripture also says that if we um, sow it, it, according to the spirit, right, we're going to bear seed according to the spirit. Absolutely. Um, and so just to be encouraged, like, yeah, with God, all things are possible. Jesus died for this. He did. He rose for this. You know, he so did. These, these are not, this is not an unconquerable uh, stronghold. It's not. Oh, yeah. it's not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. For the longest I thought that, I, all right, Lord, I'm going to deal with this for the rest of my life. Right. This is just another thorn in my side. Mm -mm. Um, and it's not. It's definitely not. Nah. It's not. Kingdom men so. and women, you got this. Yeah. Freedom to be a mess and to rely on Christ yeah. to help get you out of it. For sure. Yeah. Just to reiterate, how do we slay the porn giant, right? Yeah. Um, any other advice for the men and women desiring freedom? 
bring it to the light. Mm. I love it. Yeah, just bring it to the light. Now we are, you know, we know why we want to get married. We're working through, we've, we've kind of identified what yeah. we're looking for. We're maturing, we're getting free. It's been said, this is kind of one of my qualms. It's been said that if a man is interested mm-hmm. in a woman, he will let it be known. Yeah. So with the current state of affairs, <laughs> are men just not interested? Is no, that's did? not true. It's not true. Am, am I being biased with all the, with my, is my network limited that maybe it's just many of my friends? <laughs> Actually, no, let me not say that, but. Yeah. Because I do have plenty of friends who are married. Yeah, I don't think it's true. Okay. I, I, I do think we will let you all know. Um, sometimes, can I be honest? Please. <laughs> Sorry. Please, be honest, come on. <laughs> So I get it. Like I won't some, attack you. Other people may attack you, but I won't. No, I don't think. I don't think this is a attackable, attackable statement. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of women, maybe people, think that all men are aggressive or all men ah, um, will point. immediately go after what they want. Um, for some of us, it takes time. Um, because we want to know that we're sure. And also because we're men, that means we're also human. And so we mm. also fear, um, uh, oh, what's the word? Rejection. Rejection. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. And so people would think that, oh, only women deal with rejection. No, we do too. Mm. And so I, I, I do think that uh, men see something that they like. They will. We will go after it. Um, but sometimes they may not be as quick. Okay. So what do you, So when you say take your time, Okay. You said sometimes we may take our time. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Not not you said it might not be as quick. Sure. So what can cuz I'm very logical and I need some detail here. So what does that opposite of quick look like numerically? <laughs> is that like <laughs> Is yeah. that like 3 days, a week, a month, a quarter? Oh, you want a number. <laughs> a year, I do. Give me this. Oh. So here's the thing. Yeah. Um just like uh, when I was an uh, undergrad student uh-huh. at a predominantly white institute, at a predominantly white institution mm-hmm. in a psychology class, I was the only black person there. <laughs> and it was the expectation that I spoke for all the black people. Right, and so just like this, I can't I speak it. for all men, right. but I will say for me, I need to get to, to know you outside of me pursuing you. Mm-hmm. For example, I just need to, to like be around you enough to know like, to sense your humor, um, yeah. to know like some of your characteristics, um, to know that if I do ask you out, you ain't gonna play my face. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> and to also know that, um, ooh, if you're the type of person that I can ask you out, and if it doesn't work, we can still be cool and right. not awkward. Because Christian, are so we're so awkward when it comes to dating, <laughs> and it doesn't work out. Because we, be, <laughs> we need sex ed. Just be normal. <laughs> Just, right. just be normal. It's right. okay if, if it didn't work out. But um, I, I can't speak for all men, and I yeah, don't know. Some yourself. will for for myself. Maybe about two weeks. Okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I and I think this is great because there is so much religion. Oh, it's so sad to see when it comes to Christian dating. Yeah. In terms of these hard, fast rules that are not these laws that. I don't think you can They're really theologically up. back that up. I yeah. don't think there, these are laws that Jesus um, ever commanded or that we ever see in scripture. So there's many things that are seen as blasphemous. For sure. Um, one of which is, you know, when when like, hey, a, guy, a, a, a woman may show interest. Oh, that's good. You know? That's and so good. I know for you, so we're speaking for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I'm going to have a follow-up question to the, the question I just asked, but yeah, what do you think about a woman, you know, thoughts on a woman? And these, there's so many nuances to this word, pursuing or showing interest or making the first move. And I think we need to define that even as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I would never want to do that. Really? In me? No, I wouldn't. Like, I, sure. I, again, I have my fairy tale, right? Sure. Of like, yo, he's going to hear from the Lord. He's going to have a dream, a, a supernatural <laughs> vision. Because I, I believe in the yeah. gifts of the spirits. So I'm like, yeah, God's going to speak to him. He's going to be like, yo, Nana. I mean, God just put it on my heart to mm -hmm. like get to know you more with the purpose of you becoming, say, seeing if this, <laughs> if this can end in marriage, boom. Right. <laughs> I'm I, haven't, I haven't seen that in the last 29 years. Okay. <laughs> and so there have been times where I've been interested in guys that I'm just like, man, a very type A personality, but I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I just got to fall back. Yeah. And then nothing happens. So I'm just like, oh, maybe he was just not interested. So probably. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. But to so answer to your question, to question yeah. yeah. To answer your question. So for the longest, I was not interested in uh, a female showing interest in me. Okay. And then I had to ask myself. So no, hey, Rob. <laughs> or is it like and then I had to ask myself, why are you so uncomfortable mm. um, with females showing interest in you? And it's because <laughs> it's because the females that showed interest in me, I wasn't attracted to, mm. or they were older. Something about my face, but older church women love me. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> and I'm, How much older? Old. <laughs> Like mothers in the church. <laughs> I'm not lying. I need, a new, I need a new marriage. So this brother is 30. What is that? So like 35. I mean 40s. Maybe mid 40s. Okay. Maybe mid 40s. Uh, maybe mid 40s. Okay. But even like I've had like some mothers like sissy and seven, <laughs> like just like make some comments that I had to like double take. Right. But. But that's what I realized. But okay. even the ones that that were my age, mm -hmm. uh, typically women that express interest in me, physically I just wasn't attracted. Okay. And so that's I think was the start of me not necessarily being open to women showing interest in me first. And on the flip side of that, I just and maybe this is unhealthy teaching, but as a man, I wanted to be the pursuer. Like yeah. in all of the relationships that I've been in one series but a couple of others like right. i was the pursuer and i really enjoyed that process i think i shared that with you i enjoy getting your number i enjoy taking you out i right. enjoy calling contestants i i enjoyed that process and so um there there was a woman of god that was speaking at one of my previous churches and uh, she was talking about ruth and so mm -hmm. we know the story about ruth and boaz absolutely and so um, the thing is, I think I shared this with you. I remember. Um, Ruth um, uh, was in the garden, the field or whatever, right. blah, 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 blah. And then Naomi, is this right? Yeah. <laughs> no, Naomi, yo, I got my little Ruth children's right. book right there. And so Naomi <laughs> gave her advice and said. She's like, put on your best clothes, put on your feet. Yes. Look good. Look good. Oh, yeah. Go down <laughs> to the threshing floor and uncover his feet, mm -hmm. Boaz's feet. And so when you uncover his feet, you're letting him know um, that you are available mm -hmm. um, and that you are open to him being your husband. And so had Ruth not gone down to the threshing floor, floor and uncover his feet, Boaz may have would have never known. Right. And so at that point, when I got that revelation, I became a little bit open okay. um, and to women expressing interest because it's okay to show your feet. Um, right. The thing is, I still can be the pursuer once you express interest. Got you. And so I want to, I want to kind of go into this a little more though. 
because there's a lot of amazing godly women out there. Mm-hmm. I believe, I mean, there's plenty of, let me not say plenty, but there's other men like you out there. And yeah. obviously we've seen statistics change from generation to generation. So yeah. do you kind of get the question I'm asking? So are no men interested? Like, do you not see that there's kind of a current issue or like lack thereof dating when it comes to Christians? Do you not see that? I mean, no, be I honest. see it. Okay. I see it. Obviously I see it. Yeah. And uh, I think. <laughs> it seems like I'm like glaring at this man. <laughs> I see, you see what I see? I, yeah, I see okay. it. And it's painful to watch. I will say this too, because I do have single friends. Yeah. Um, single male friends. Um, just like me. It's oh it's so tough to say. Because you're saying you're saying that a guy will let it let it be known if he's interested. So I are they not interested in women? I think maybe they're not interested in the commitment. Hmm. I think that's what I'll say. Christian, godly Christian men? Maybe. No, like I'm saying these friends that you haven't, but, and it's okay, right? Because we're all growing and we all need to be challenged. So I think we're all growing, yes. But I think these godly Christian men, um, they need a little bit more growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that, because I'm like, all right, I have, I I wish I could give a better answer. I really do. No, I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah. You gotta pray, pray fast, people. Pray we fast. We do, but I will say for <laughs> the godly single men, um, we're here. What's going on? We're here. I, I I do think the ratio <laughs> the ratio is a bit off. Obviously, there's more right. in our church, and I think the church in general, there are more yes women. Fact. Um, and so the ratio is off, and right. That's just that. The ratio is off, but I I guess I'm still on. This whole idea of hey, if if a guy's interested, he'll let it be known. Um, and he you will. said he's not ready for the, but so guys are just not ready for the commitment. At least from what some you're guys seeing, aren't so. ready for the commitment. Other guys, I feel like um, if they're interested, they'll let it be known. All right, we're gonna test that out. <laughs> um, and so, when was the last time you asked out a woman? Woo. Um, <laughs> About three weeks ago. Hey, how'd you do it? Um, so this is. <laughs> so I had a little help. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't intentional. It just happened this way. Someone in the church, mm-hmm. an older lady who wasn't interested <laughs> was like, in me. <laughs> <laughs> who you had turned down. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to hook me mm-hmm. up with someone. And so um, she was just like, hey, I think this person will be good for you. And I was like, you know what? I think she's pretty dope mm-hmm. and so um we'll see what happens um and then the next thing i know the next sunday she comes back to me and say hey i talked to this person <laughs> i was like what why would it. you do that she's just like it doesn't matter she's interested and, I was, <laughs> and so i said okay cool i'll take it from here and so i just went up to her and said hey blah 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 we know that this person's trying to hook us up oh wow um, love it. can i just get your number and so i would love to hang out sometimes and so i invited her um out for coffee Mm -hmm. um scheduling conflicts it didn't happen right away but we eventually had we eventually went out Mm -hmm. and it was a good time and now we're in the process of planning the second outing great and so what made you want to go on the second date oh great question yeah oh bro oh yeah bro sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) conversation that night uh it was actually just this past saturday Mm -hmm. 
was uh, it was a really good conversation. I think we both were engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. Eye contact. We laughed so much. I could be a goofball, maybe not right. today, but like we laughed a lot. Uh, we had a lot in common. We could talk about the Holy Spirit, mm. but we could also uh, speak in tongues, bap- <laughs> raise the dead. Well, we do all <laughs> <Sorry>. that. <laughs> <laughs> we do all that. <laughs> we get talk about love. <laughs> no, it is love. <laughs> we can talk about the Holy yeah. Spirit, but we can also talk about Beyonce or yeah. like Lion King or whatever. And so it was a, a balanced discussion and it was fun and engaging. Great. Yeah. And, and I think there's like so And she was dark skinned with natural hair. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things it's so funny because I mean I don't know where people are. I don't know where you all are in terms of your singleness. Cause I know for many single women in my circle, they're single and not dating and that's not by choice. So I remember when I went on, a, I was on a Christian dating app mm. and I went out on a date and I was like, Oh my goodness, when's the last time I've been on a date? How do you have, again, me just being very like heady. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, well, what do I ask? How do I, what do I, what do I talk about? What are good questions? Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever like, what were some good questions that helped you get to know her more? Yeah, I want to know about her family, mm. um, their relationship with each other. Um, obviously, I wanted to know what she does, like yeah. as it relates to a career, how she got there. Um, I also wanted to know about future goals. I think mm-hmm. that's important. Um, things like that. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Because I know that there's a balance between, hey, you don't want to like be necessarily interviewing someone. You are just getting Ooh, to know someone. Oh, I just someone. had a friend that went on a date. Oh, really? And she felt like it was an interview. She was mm. turned off. Because there's that balance because I think especially as mature Christians, yeah. I think just in terms of loving and respecting someone, mm-hmm. you don't want to prolong something. No. But again, it's one date. So it's like, yo, I can't necessarily get to know everything about this person in one date. Right. I still think there's some like yeah, understanding. I still have a lot of questions I want to yeah. ask. I want to get to know her so much more. And so I knew that, um, like you said, I couldn't ask all the questions that night. Yeah. Um, but let's just, for me, let's keep this light. Um, let's That's just good. get a feel for each other. And then maybe the next time we can go a little deeper. Yeah. I think that's another important thing to kind of bring down is this like, bring down the high stakes dating culture. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I got one, I got 60 minutes <laughs> to figure out if you are my good thing, but no, that's let's crazy. lower the stakes. Yeah. That's good. And so last question before we go into the Spitfire Q and A. Sure. Um, what do you wish single kingdom women knew? Uh, that there are single kingdom men um, out there. And not just out there, but we are actively seeking a relationship and marriage and family. Mm. Um, and so, you gotta you gotta expound on that because a lot of women, yeah, including myself, sometimes get frustrated. It's like, yo, and I can like under- this is a faith walk, bro. <laughs> like- it is a faith walk. It's a faith walk for us too, mm-hmm. uh, the men. And like, so one of the things that I really do hate is that like, there's just not enough godly Christian men. I think yeah. you kind of said it tonight. And I, I really, I don't resent it because I do think it may be true, but it, it hurts my feelings because I, mm. I do wish it was more of us. I do. Um, but I'll just leave you with this. The Please. same thing that's given me hope is the promise that God gave to me. Amen. Um, and so because he, again, he placed this desire in my heart, I trust that he'll bring it to pass. And so I will leave that for the female audience. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
And I also think, I mean, I just want to, one of my friends once said, I think we should just pour all of our resources into discipling men. You know? <laughs> I hate that. But oh, you hate that? Why? I hate that. I hate that it's even needed. Oh, I hate yeah. that it's needed. But if I think if you look at the state of men in America, yeah. a lot of us have not been raised. Um, we and need a more lot, fathers. We do need more fathers, and we need more godly fathers. Yeah. I'm what about to turn thirty, and I'm just getting a godly father. Mm, and so, so I think that also fun. speaks to the reason why there are some godly men that maybe aren't necessarily right. going after the godly woman. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay, let's go into Spitfire q and I know, okay. I know you guys probably have some questions from that, but on to the next episode. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Meditate, ask the Holy Spirit. Um, but okay, <laughs> Spitfire, let's do this. So, yeah. you'll just, I'm just going to say a quick little beginning of the phrase and you can finish it off. Sure. Um, singleness is a good thing because? Because you can um, be at home by yourself and walk around naked and not have to pay a lot of bills. It's less responsibility. All right. Yeah. Beauty is? In the eye of the beholder. The weirdest thing about Christian dating is? That we would get so awkward um, during the date, after the date, <laughs> and especially if it doesn't work out. We're so weird. Lord help. Sex is? A beautiful thing. Mary. And sacred. Mm. And sacred. I'm going to say it again. Sex is? Sacred. Marriage isn't God because? Because it's a gift from God, and God is simply the gift giver. Hmm. What do you want single kingdom men to know? Yeah, that you can overcome porn, mm. masturbation, and you can be a solid husband for your wife and a solid father, solid father for your kids. I like it. Yeah. And then God is? My homie. I love him so much. But yeah, that's it. I love it. He's and then boy. anything else that you want to share with any of the men, the women listening? Yeah. So just one last thing. I want to go back to the porn yeah. and masturbation really quick. So for me, I um I almost justified that because I was a virgin. Yeah. And still am to this day. Because Whoa, I'm, wait, say that again. And still am to this yeah. day. Um, that was a conviction for me, even at a young age. Yeah. And so I thought, because I'm not doing it, mm. I can do this and get away with it. Wow. Um, but even still, that was a lie from the enemy. Um, and so that was still part of those chains. And so when I broke those chains, praise God, um, I now am looking forward to creating something very, very beautiful with my wife. And so the thing about porn is it kind of distort mm. reality. And so like, there's, I'm grateful that I was able to kill that giant pre-marriage yeah. um, because I want to go into marriage like, and we can create our own beauty. Like right. I don't have to base it based on what I've seen, right. if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and so I just want to share that one part. I love it. And actually I want to kind of, I know that was supposed to be the last question, but you shared something that is kind of seen as an anomaly. And I'm, I'm sure some of you may have, whether you were thinking it or physically did it, your jaws dropped when you said that you're a virgin. Can yeah. you speak to that at all? I don't know. I know that sometimes there's shame with even sharing that you're a virgin. No, that was never a shame for okay, me. Okay, never, okay. Um, only because I, I, for me, like that yeah. was the expectation. Growing mm. up in the church and prior to it being an expectation, that was one thing that I was like, Lord, this is one thing I'm doing right. Yeah. I can, I can hold on to this. Like, I might say some disrespectful things every now and again. Uh, I might 
masturbate. Right. I might watch porn. Every once in a while, cuss word might come out, but I'm doing good in this area. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was motivation. And do you ever see that as like a standard, lo- like a, you know, I guess women, it, why is it seen as such, why is it seen as such a, an anomaly? Like, I feel like the standard is lowered for men. Like, I do not expect men to be virgins. Like, oh, okay, she's a virgin. That's, I understand that. I can see that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think because of the world, mm. because of the world and just like sex is available everywhere. Um, the real thing, but also what you can get on yeah. the computer, like is available everywhere. And so like, again, going back to that sweet drink as a baby, mm. if you get it one time, you're going to want it more and more and more. And then also society has put like this norm that like, that's what, sorry, that yeah. makes me so frustrated that that's what manhood is. Ooh. Having sex, having sex, having sex. Like I slept with this one, this one, this one, this one. And unfortunately we have believed that lie. Oh, and it's frustrating. And, and I thank God for keeping me. That, let me not take any glory. Uh, he did that for me, that I was able to stay um, a virgin. Right. Um, granted, I struggled in those other areas, but like God really killed me. Yeah. yeah. And what, and so that goes into like, I think I want to end on this. So what is manhood? Yeah. Um, to me, manhood looks like five different things, wow. um, maybe more. But one, uh, I was doing a little study and I realized that even before like men were created, we had God first. Yeah. And so uh, he did five things that stood out to me. Um, he was a creator. Um, he was um, intelligent. Wow. He was very thoughtful. Um, he was a hard worker and he also rested. And then when I looked at Adam, I realized that Adam was just as creative. He was a hard worker. Um, He was intelligent. He was thoughtful. And he also rested. And so like God, the father, manhood, Adam, the first male on earth, manhood. And I look at Jesus, same characteristics. And so these are the five characteristics that I feel like I should hold. And then more than that, um, manhood is someone um, a godly man who has a relationship with God, um, who I feel is is selfish in a sense that he's willing to look after maybe his spouse or his family for the glory of God. Wow. Come yeah. on, Rob. Praise the Lord. And so where can we find out, you know, follow you if we want to get in touch, you know, check out your album. How can people get in contact with you if they want? Yeah, you can follow me on all social media at Rob, that's R-O-B dot Laray, L-A-R-A-Y. So Rob dot L-A-R-A-Y. Thank you so much, Rob. Can you pray us out? Absolutely. Let us pray. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, to speak to um, Nana, Lord God, but also to your people, Lord God. Uh, We pray, Lord God, that you are in the midst of this conversation. Uh, We pray, Lord God, that you breathe through, Lord God, every sentence, Lord God, that was spoken, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, that it it reaches someone, Lord God, and ministers to someone. Um, Thank you so much, Lord God, for just what you're doing, Lord God, for single men and for single women. Thank you, Lord God, that um, you gave us, Lord God, dreams, Lord God. You gave us visions, Lord God. Um, Thank you, Lord God, that you will bring those things to pass, Lord God. 
Thank you, Lord God, for Nina, Lord God, in this podcast. Thank you for the audience, Lord God, for every um, uh, Christian woman, Lord God, who's waiting, Lord God, maybe for her Boaz or waiting for her man, Lord God, and maybe even getting frustrated in the waiting, Lord God. We pray, God, that you give her peace, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you also give her comfort, Lord God. And we also pray, Lord God, that maybe you give her um, some enthusiasm, Lord God, to maybe go and uncover some feet, Lord God, mm. of men, Lord God, that maybe she's interested in, Lord God. And then also, God, to those godly Christian men, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, um, that you give them integrity, God. I pray, Lord God, that you give them a sense of responsibility, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you give them accountability, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that you essentially send someone, Lord God, um, if not through your word directly, um, to teach them what manhood is like. And then, Lord God, we might be eager, Lord God, to pursue, Lord God, these Christian women, Lord God. Um, thank you again for this podcast and for Nina. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. See y'all next time. Love you guys. <laughs>